What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, this is Rick from TC Paintball. You're listening to The Eric Zane Show, a show where the host makes the audience create intros, complains about them, and then refuses to play the correct ones. And now, because I'm required to, here's Eric Zane. Oh, thank you, Rick. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. Listen to John go. All right, as you know, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week off and running. It is a Monday, uh, the 23rd of August from the Back Alley Comedy Club uh, studio, if you will, translation, room above my garage. Not everybody can have a room above their garage where they can somehow manage to carve their place out in the podcasting landscape. Uh, I've enjoyed every minute of it, and it is all because of you, you and the sponsors. So thank you very much for being here as part of this. It appears that uh, Patriot Nick, you know, a, a lot of these audience members are longtime audience members. Some have a... Uh, silly names that they've acquired over time because of various uh, behaviors that have uh, uh, earned them those names. Uh, They are not immune to various attacks from me at any one point. Uh, It's all part of the game. And I am a uh, recipient of attacks from them. You see, it's all of them against me in this playful give and take. And I usually win. I was in a war all weekend with uh, Red State Dirk, who, wow, just uh, uh, a weirdo, warped way of looking at the world. It it, it was, it's one of the uh, uh, saddest things you'll ever hear. Uh, This, this, uh, Man in Nashville, Tennessee, radio guy who I hadn't heard of before this, but uh, Dirk had listened to uh, because I guess uh, well, but the, he has a history of living. He had lived in Nashville, and he, uh, you know, he's he's a kook, so he listens to uh, a maniac like the deceased. Who um, the deceased uh, Dirk doesn't like that I call him an anti-vaxer. Okay, Phil Valentine. Is the guy's name. And Dirk has uh, spent a lot of time listening to Phil Valentine uh, more than I have. But the story came out a couple of weeks ago that uh, Valentine came down with COVID. And um, while he was in the hospital, Valentine is like, ah, I have, uh, I, you know, um, I want you to go get vaccinated. Everybody must go get vaccinated. And that was way different than what had flown out of his mouth in the past. So this is another one of these stories where, you know, uh, on their deathbed, people change their tune. Well, Dirk didn't like 
that at, when I first talked about this, he goes, you portrayed him in an incorrect light, all sorts of inaccuracies, what you said about Phil. He refers to him as Phil, like he knows him. My God. And uh, he made a big deal about it. Like, what? What are you talking about? A guy's an anti-vaxxer. No, he's not. No, no, no. He's There's all sorts of uh, proof that he's not. I go, dude, uh, look, I'm just telling you, this is what I discovered. Brother of dead guy said in an interview, this is the brother of the guy who died. His brother didn't like thinking that other people didn't get vaccinated because of his stance. So brother talks to guy who's dying, Phil Valentine. And Phil says, man, I don't want people to go through the same fate as me. I have had a change of heart. Okay, I don't like the fact that people didn't get vaccinated because of my stance. Now, does that sound like a person who prior to getting sick was pro-vaccine? No, because he's not. It is what it is. Okay, that happens. I'm not faulting anybody for anything. I'm just telling you that's what he said. The brother continued. He recognizes now that him not getting the vaccination has probably caused a bunch of other people not to get vaccinated. He said in a July 26 interview and that he regrets Now, at this time, uh, Valentine was still, uh, there was still hope and he'd pull out of it. He did not. He passed over the weekend at the time. Mark Valentine said that if his brother could go back in time, quote, his cavalier attitude wouldn't have been what it was and he would have gotten vaccinated and encourage everybody to get vaccinated. Okay. All right. So, you know, you know, not everybody is pro vaccine. I get that. Valentine was one of them. Well, the shit hit the fan. He got it. it affected him terribly. He did not pull out and he passed away. So I'm minding my own business. Um, let's see. Boy, this was a long, long uh, exchange. It started Saturday night. Dirk has nothing better to do than to reach out to me on a Saturday night and start a war. I didn't even know this guy died. I wouldn't even have talked about this today had Dirk not handed it to me in a silver platter. Oh, Saturday, 7.18 p.m. You know what the rest of the world is doing on Saturday, 7.18 p.m.? Uh, hanging out with family, uh, uh, going to the bar, maybe uh, maybe a cookout, uh, some sex. I don't know. You know what Dirk's doing? He's texting asshole uh, podcaster about dead radio guy dying from COVID. Broadcaster Phil Valentine passed. Please don't disparage him with inaccuracies this coming week. Uh, what? Excuse me? I, I'm reading what his brother says? That That's inaccurate? What? Are you crazy? So that started the war. Oh. And look at this. Look at Here's the one I was showing you. I don't even know if you can see it. Probably can't. 
look at this exchange. Let me just dim the screen. You can see for yourself. Look at look at how this goes. This is a weekend. Look at all this fighting. We're it, we're back and forth slugging it out. Of course, I won. And uh, so his, I, I'm not even sure what his what his point was. I think it was I'm inaccurate. I've got uh, like, dude, come on. I mean, and then uh, he he's getting into it with me about um the term anti-vax. I go, dude, it's real simple with me. Maybe we don't have uh, the same idea of what that is. If you're a person who hasn't gotten vaccinated, uh, whatever, you're an anti-vaxxer. No big deal. There are vaxxers and there's anti-vaxxers. So what? Okay. Um, but you can't have your cake and eat it too. The guy was an anti-vaxxer and he got sick and died. That's happened a million times. No big deal. You can't. Okay. He gets sick. He has a change of heart and you're, you're fighting with the guy who died. It's like if, okay, this is what Phil Valentine would be doing on his deathbed. Dirk. Yeah. I'm, I'm dying and I, I was an anti-vaxxer and I've changed my mind and I want people to get vaccinated. No, you're not. You're not an anti, you weren't an anti-vaxxer. No, I was Dirk. I was. No, no, you're not. It's semantics, you stupid dummy. It's terrible that that guy died. I mean, who who would ever want someone to die? He's yeah. Don't don't disparage him with inaccuracies. There's no inaccuracies. He was an anti-vaxer. He got COVID. He passed away prior to dying. He said, "Ah oh, man, I wish I hadn't done that." I give him credit. You know what? He's a million times better than you. You're actually trying to convince the guy who died that he's wrong. Who the fuck does that? What? What? The- Thinking this is madness. <laughs> I on a Saturday night. Go out and get some pussy. You need pussy. That's what you need. You pain in the ass. Oh. Holy shit. This guy even went ahead and ha- made a parody song called uh The Vax Man. Sung to the Beatles, the tax man. And I'm like, yeah, this looks like a guy who this is this. These are the lyrics of a song for a guy who's an anti-vax. Are you telling me he's pro vaccine with the song, the vax man? So the crux of the problem here is again, uh, him. The first time I talked about this, Dirk accused me of all sorts of wild inaccuracies, which there were none. So we have that we have that problem. That never was that was never resolved. Well, to me there was no problem, but to him it was like, oh no, what are you doing to Phil? And then uh, the guy dies, and then he uh, he picks a fight with me about it, and I'm like, well, what? I didn't say anything in- inaccurate, and uh, he, oh my god, jeez, you're you're arguing with the deceased. That's what you're doing. You're not arguing with me. Forget me. Wait, can't you just let this guy uh, rest in peace? He's already won, or you've already won, and uh, in terms of you trying to get your message across, but he's waved the white flag and said, "Nah, uh, this is not my hill to die on. I've got you're dying on Phil Valentine's hill, and he doesn't want you to do that, you stupid dummy." You know what? I wasn't even going to talk about this today 
if it wasn't for you, you coming up with all of this has me now wanting to break it down. So, uh, okay, if you if you really want to. Holy crap. Look, people get this uh, uh, virus, and then they, they, they change their tune. That happens, you know? I'm not going to sit there and dance in the guy's grave. You, though, accusing me of crazy, wild inaccuracies, there's nothing inaccurate about what I said. Not a thing. Go back and listen to it. Jesus. Horrible. All right. Speaking of death, uh, where was I? Patriot Nick is trying to kill me. And uh, also Ben. And I guess uh, Brett Hayes, Lurch. I get a message from Nick this weekend. He says, something is going to be delivered to your house on Monday. And I'm like, uh, oh my God, I wonder what that is. And then I uh, check out uh, Zaniacs United, the uh, Facebook page, the uh, Facebook group. You can find them on Facebook. Just search uh, Zaniacs United. You can join the group. It's uh, basically a bunch of... uh, 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 fans of the show and friends getting together and plotting against me and coming up with miserable things and pranks to pull on me and other crazy, stupid stuff. It's all very, very tongue in cheek there. But, uh, fucking Nick has purchased and sent, um, one of those one chip challenges. The uh, Pocky One Chip Challenge. And uh, he says, you know, the anniversary of you and Ben doing that is coming up in October. You, Ben, and Lurch in the studio doing the One Chip Challenge. Was it that in October? Was it really? Wow. Um, And I guess his thought is that uh, we will do that again. Just to now. I haven't thought about that since we did it. And um, I've been trying to wash that from my brain. But it all came rushing back. And a little fear crept across my heart. Um, I'm actually uh, very stressed by the idea that it's even going to be delivered to my house today. And there is no way in hell, no way in hell that I am going to consume that thing. Okay? Uh, it is so on a different level. I think, uh, Nick was the one who, um, he did it with us remotely as we were doing the show live. And then he didn't, uh, even drink any, like, uh, um, like half, you're supposed to drink half and half. That's supposed to, uh, deaden the pain afterwards. He didn't do any of that. He ate it. And then just let it affect him. I think he ended up having something terrible happen to him later on, uh, which happened to me too. But uh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, you must be an alien or something like that. There is. I, I'm sorry that you spent that money. Uh, I will gladly uh, send you your money back or, or whatever it is because you you shouldn't have done that. Because I'm not doing that. There is. No, and you can call me every name in the book. You can offer to pay AT Children's Project a bunch of money for me to do it. Um, Fuck those kids. I don't give a shit if it comes to me choosing uh, money for them 
and eating that thing. No way. Fuck you. Fuck them. Fuck the chip. Fuck Dirk. Fuck all of you. There is no way I'm going to eat that fucking chip because when I did that thing last year, uh, it was one of the most painful things I've ever had to experience. Uh, as soon as I started to chew it, I knew I was in trouble. And it was uh, it was a very, uh, 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 just the oddest experience in the world to eat it. In that, in that moment, it's horrible. Uh, surpassed in horribleness hours later when, well, not hours later, minutes later. Okay, finish it. And then I, uh, Kenny was over here with his kids. And uh, we were all hanging out. We were supposed to have a, a bonfire. And then I got sick. I started to uncontrollably vomit. It's like being poisoned. That's what that is. The, uh, well, in my opinion, uh, unedible materials that make up the chip are also used to subdue people in the form of pepper spray. Now, I would never eat pepper spray or shoot it into my mouth, but I think that uh, that may have been less of a problem uh, for my system than this stupid chip. So the idea that I am going to consume that chip is nonsense. I am not doing that. There is no way in hell that that is going to happen. Nice try. Oh. Oh, my God. Patriot Nick says, come on, man. I believe in you. Well, that's that's nice. I appreciate that. But uh, I, I have no desire to make myself sick again. Uh, that, that was absolutely awesome in terms of how horrible it affected me. I mean, it was substantial. My mind was blown. My mouth is on fire. And the next thing you know, I'm throwing up. You guys are laughing at me. Ah, Dirk, who is no doubt, uh, butthurt by the beating he just took to start this show. Right, kind of wish someone would crunch that chip up and sprinkle it on your bagel. Yeah, uh, I, I expect that from you. You're kind of an animal. Tyler says PTSD. You're damn right it was PTSD. Just so bad. Yeah, it uh, it affected me. Not only um, in that moment and the moments after, but all throughout the night. Uh, and then it was magnified. Because, you know, I'm sitting there and uh, I'm, I'm making the s'mores and the hobo pie for, uh, for, Ke- for Kenny and his family. Uh, I wanted to eat one, but I was, I was just sickened by that. And then I went to bed. I laid down my, my, all my insides. And my chest was hurting. It felt like I was having a heart attack. So I, I do not recommend this thing. This is, uh, this is a, a, a terrible thing. I would never do that. I would never wish it on anyone. Seriously. It is so bad. So, no, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with the thing. Maybe one of you guys want it. Who knows? Maybe you all can pass it around at uh, at the big Stu McAllister live show at the Pellerito Ranch on Saturday. If you follow Stu on Facebook, Stu is doing a live podcast on Saturday. I will not be in town. I will be in Chicago at the uh, at another live show the uh, who are these podcasts live show but if you listen this is how they're doing it at the Pellerito Ranch on Saturday in beautiful Lake Odessa Michigan like bring your tent it, there's got to be Stu doing the show live uh campfire 
uh, eating a stupid chip, no doubt, if you want it. Uh, maybe some sex. I don't know about that. And uh, who knows what else. Stu will, will be drinking, so you can expect that to be an absolute train wreck. Uh, go to Stu's Facebook page if you want details. All right. This weekend was a, wow, it seems like one thing started to happen after another in a, in a, in a weekend here at the house. And this is uh, good and bad. Um, I think I was kind of roped into doing something that, that I didn't really want to do. And it didn't start out that way. Saturday for me at the Eric Zane Show podcast household went like this. First of all, it was hot as hell. It was like 90 degrees. Uh, and I had to go get the uh, run in. So I'm out running. And it's, I mean, it was so damn hot. It felt, I was concerned about, you know, some type of heat exhaustion, heat stroke. Got it done. Okay, great. By the way, um, no, I'll talk about that later. The, um, the running charity for the AT Children's Project. But I got that done, and then I had to kind of prepare because I had a live appearance. I was emceeing a concert, a country concert, with Gunner and the Grizzly Boys. He's Benny the Wonder Dog, Benny the Wonder Dog. And I hadn't seen the boys in quite some time. And um, But this wasn't like any other concert. Well, I, I, I just found out about this. this uh, there's a company north of Grand Rapids called Burn Electrical, B-Y-R-N-E, Burn Electrical. And they make a lot of uh, furniture that has like um, uh, USBs in the furniture, and they, uh, they also do stuff for the computer, in, uh, the computer industry with the, uh, um, like mouses. Actually, do you say mouses or do you say mice? Anyway, they, they build mouses. They, it's a, a lot of uh, great manufacturing based right here in Michigan. And um, the company, what they do is one of these companies, you know, owned locally, <clears throat> where they, they um, take very, very good care of their employees. This is a great place to work. Have you ever had the opportunity to work for Burn Electrical? Um, and every so often, every handful of months, they have like, big workplace parties, uh, worker appreciation parties. And so in this case, they, on their property, place known as a pickle docks in Lakeview, Michigan, which I'd never heard of beautiful setting. Um, they have a stage set up like, um, a beautiful rig stage with all the lighting and they're having this concert. And, uh, I mean, top end. And then all the workers come for a free concert. So, there's hundreds of people that are here enjoying this concert. Gunner's there and uh, uh, Josh Grayson, who was a finalist in the second season of American Idol. And he's got like uh, four or five top five um, billboard country hits in his career. I, I obviously not the biggest fan of country, but the only country I like is like Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash, who's not really country. Johnny's like his own format. So is Waylon. Uh uh, Hank Williams Jr., Gunner, Jamie Johnson. That's about the extent of the country that I like. But whatever, I don't give a shit, man. I just want to see a show. So they invite me out, Burn Electric, They uh, and I'm going to be the one that goes out and greets. I'm the MC, greeting the crowd. Now here they are, Gunner and the Grizzly Boys. And so uh, 
I'm there doing my thing. It was cool seeing the boys. They performed. They had a great concert, man. I Man, you have got to see Gunner and the Grizzly Boys. If you have not yet seen those guys perform, it put on a fantastic show. Um, it was interesting because part of their set, they played a, uh, uh, a version of Sublime's uh, What I Got arranged differently to have like a country vibe, if you can imagine that. I'm like, this is so awesome. And then they did a uh, similar thing to the song. Um, who is it? Cage the Elephants, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. And you're like, wait, huh? Yes. They did a great version of that. And uh, it was just a lot of fun. Okay, so then I introduced Josh Grayson. That's it. During the show, I get a text from Justin over at Affordable Limousine and Party Bus. He had reached out to me earlier in the week. Now, if you don't know, I do limousine work on the side. It's a side hustle, and uh, I've been doing it for a couple of years. Earlier in the week, he had tried to get me to do two jobs on Sunday. Uh, One was in the middle of the afternoon, and that's out because we had planned kind of like a... uh, a family get-together at my house for Madison's 19th birthday. So that's up. Now, the way it works is uh, I'm a 1099 employee. I'm like a contracted employee. And uh, they, they just offer you, hey, do you want this job? You just say yes or no. That's how flexible it is working for them. And uh, so, you know, I turned it down. I go, nope, can't do that one. Because I also need you to do Sunday the same day you have to be uh, in this one community that's like an hour away from where the garage is for a 5:10 a.m. pickup drop them off at the airport by 6:10 and I'm like 5:10 I have to be there I have to be an hour away from the garage at 5:10 that means I have to get up at 3:30 in the morning I'm doing the math in my head and I go, I, I go, uh, I make up an excuse and I go, well, yeah, uh, no, I can't do that either. And then, uh, he asks again on Saturday while I'm watching the concert, I really need somebody to cover this Sunday morning, 5, 10 AM Hickory corners to the Gerald R. Ford international airport. I'm picking him up, uh, picking him up in the uh, land of Dar leaf, that Barry County sheriff piece of shit. I'm like, fuck no, I'm not going through that town. I go, I'm not doing it. And he goes, please. I'm begging. Fuck. So here it is. Uh, right away, I'm doing the math in my head. It's 7 p.m. And I'm in uh, Lakeview, Michigan, an hour from my bed. And I go, okay, if I fall asleep this second at 7 p.m., that means I got 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, I'll get eight hours of sleep if I fall asleep, eight and a half hours of sleep if I fall asleep right here in front of this stage. But that's not going to happen because I'm here till 7.30, and then i got to drive all the way home. I'm not going to be in bed till 10, and then I won't be able to fall asleep 10, 11, maybe later. It's going to be like a uh, long nap. But guilty conscience. And I actually wrote, fucker. All right, I'll do it. And then he uh, he tried to uh, uh, bribe me. He goes, look, 
There's a built-in $25 gratuity plus a $30. Um, they, they charge $30 for early in the day, which I get. He goes, so you get 55 plus your hourly wage plus tip. So it's, it's a good deal. I'm going to make uh, a good amount of money for not a lot of work. The worst part is getting up at 3.30 in the morning. I haven't gotten up at 3.30 in the morning since radio days. And even then, I didn't get up at 3.30 in the morning. I got up at like 4.15 in the morning. Okay? So 3.30 is fucked. But I told him I'd do it. So then I'm dreading everything. I, Whenever I have something like this, it is it's it just wears me out stressing about it. And it's really not that big of a deal. You wake up, you you drive the fucking car, you pick up the limo. You, I mean, it's this is easy. It's just the dread of knowing that I have to get up at three thirty in the morning. It's just there's there's no there's no way that getting up at three at three thirty in the morning, especially when you're not used to it, can be. It's just sick. It's we weren't built to get up that early, okay. So, when it actually comes down to 3.30 in the morning, when the alarm goes off, wow, what a, it's it's a different type of pain, but it is, uh, man, for your old pal, Eric, it's, it's very, very difficult. It, it had a, uh, I had a physical reaction, um, with how terrible it was. So I get out, get on my uh, gay magician's outfit. Off I go. This place, Hickory Corners, is in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I was in text communication with my um, with my customers. I go, all right, I'm on the way. They responded, so that means they're up and around. I pull up to the house. I see little uh, cell phone lights going on inside of the house. Okay, they come out. Driving to the airport, they don't make a sound. They sleep all the way there. I'm making sure that I don't step on the brakes too hard because I know their heads are going to go flying. I'm being very, very careful. And prior to that, I loaded all their bags into the car. I go, all right, man, I'm going I'm to make the most out of this. Drop them off at the airport. They didn't give me one red cent on top of what they had already paid for the tip, the $25, which is fine. But I'm like, man, I am holding my breath hoping and praying that I get the extra cash because that makes it at 3.30 in the morning uh, less painful. Nothing. Not a dime. Well, thank you. Oh, shit. Getting stiffed. And that it, it's, not tech, it's technically not getting stiffed. I mean, I did get a tip. They paid for it ahead of time. Um, but you're hoping to God that they give you more because it's on top of already. So whatever. I'm not I'm not complaining. I was just hoping. All right. Drop them off. Go home. It's still dark. I get back in bed at 10 minutes to 7. Back in bed. That's how early this was. At 10 minutes to 7. And man, okay, for a second there, I thought uh I'm not going to go back to bed. But it oh my god. Second I laid down, I put on this Netflix show that I've been watching about the Unabomber. 
and uh, which is, by the way, you have got to see this. What a fucking crazy ass sequence of uh, well, de- decades. I shouldn't say sequence. This guy's life, man. You got to see this Netflix. Just go to Netflix. Type Unabomber. Four episodes, easy binge watch. You can handle it. What else did I watch this weekend? I finished up another show too. Um. Oh my God! It was um. This is great. Um. Female professional boxer Christy Martin. You're like who? Mid 1980s. She enters a tough man contest. She wins. She becomes a ladies boxer at a time when it was just a novelty. The only reason why I watched this was because my old agent, Mike Novak. Hey, ball. God rest his soul. Died 2013, January of 2013. In fact, Novak used to be the agent not only for me, but for Gunner and the Grizzly Boys. And he did that. He would... um, he made all his money as being the agent for Bob Seger and Kid Rock. And so then he would take on shows like mine and bands like Gunner, who were kind of like uh, trying to make our mark, uh, work our way up, you know, banking that we'd become big hits. And then un- unbelievably he passed away. I've talked about Mike many, many times. But uh, Mike um, was the representative legal representative as he was for me and Gunner and, and all those other acts that I was telling you about for Christy Martin. So he loved boxing. He loved gambling too. And he, uh, he would constantly talk about his boxer, Christy Martin. And, uh, she's in the boxing hall of fame, unbelievable punching power for a little tiny lady. And, uh, but I didn't know anything about her until the, I saw this documentary just went out on uh, Netflix and uh, I, I knew, well, pretty much nothing about uh, her story. In fact, the big part of the story happens in the mid-2000s, which I'm not going to spoil anything of it for you, but uh, if you've ever trusted me on shows before and then you watch him and said, man, Zane hit it out of the park there. He knew what the hell he's talking about. You got to watch this uh, Christy Martin documentary. Okay? It isn't even, it isn't even about the boxing. Don King video game about the boxing. It isn't even so much the boxing. It's her story. And the, it uh, has a real plot twist at the uh, at the end of it that you it's going to fucking blow you away. Whenever real life stories are uh, are more, I mean, to me, real life stories uh, made into documentaries just are the, that is the best type of storytelling, in my opinion. Uh, so Christy Martin. And in the beginning of this documentary, I, I shit you not. In the opening sec, uh, opening seconds of it, she's getting her hand taped before a fight, and uh, there's the uh, video in the background. You see Mike Novak, and I'm like, oh my god, it's my boy uh, Mike! Holy shit! And then I missed him terribly. But uh, so anyway, how did I get to that point? Why was I talking about that? I have no idea. I was talking about being exhausted, but uh. I don't think I am going to take a job like that if uh, Justin from Affordable says, I need you to work 5.30 to go an hour away. That that wrecked me. I mean, I was a disaster for the rest of the day. I slept till 11 a.m., got up, and I don't think I did. I I was kind of like just a slug. I had a headache. I took another nap. I ended up taking another nap in the middle of the day. 
Holy shit. Completely ruined. Never again. Forget about it. Uh, I've got t-shirts for you. Go to ericsaintshow.com. Click on merch. It's where they're at. I'd love you to have an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt. Nine different styles to choose from. Just about everything you could want. Long sleeve, short sleeve, you name it. The open and the live stream of the show brought to you by key sponsors, TC Paintball, where we're getting together on Sunday. And, uh, man, that is uh, that is going to be a big one because um, we've got paintball scholarships that have been awarded by uh, Adam in Houghton Lake, Patriot Nick, who is one of the most generous people on the planet. You all are. Thank you. And uh, and then I've thrown in a couple, too. So uh, this is going to be great. TC Paintball, tcpaintballgr.com. If you want to participate in Sunday's paintball event, Starts at 5 p.m. on this coming Sunday. 35 bucks is all it's going to cost you. Normally, this is a $48 adventure. 35 bucks gets you the paint, the gun, the mask, and the field time. 5 p.m. We'll wrap it up right around 8 p.m. We've got a pizza party beforehand that's included in 35 bucks, basically free from BC Pizza on Lake Michigan driving Grand Rapids. If you want in, uh, do something out of your comfort zone and uh, reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Thank you. Uh, Aram says, I don't understand why Justin didn't take the job. What is what is he doing at that time? Well, he's the boss, so he's like, fuck that. I'm not doing it. I want somebody else to do it. Aram says, let those people take an Uber. Well, yeah, I, the thing is, though, Ubers don't go to shitty counties like Barry County. That's the problem. Amanda talking about the uh, documentary I watched on Christy Martin. It's actually t- the uh, documentary series is called Untold. Uh, they did one on the malice at the palace, which was very, very good. And uh, she saw it, too. She backed me up. She says, that episode was so good. Untold is an awesome uh, series. The next is about Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, man, I'd love to see that one. That's going to be a great story. All right. Uh, Jason says, was it a town car or a full limo? It was just the sedan. We have a Lincoln sedan, four-passenger sedan that... uh, we were driving at the time, so it was the easiest job in the world, but my God. Um, real real quick, Back Alley Comedy Club. This is the week that we have uh, John Heffron and John Reap, two winners of Last Comic Standing. You've got shows coming up Tuesday through Saturday. Howard City Lanes, August 24th. 25 bucks for this show. You're going to love it. The It's a, a very intimate atmosphere at Howard City Lanes. Um, very small place. Spectrum Lanes in Wyoming the next night. John Heffron and John Reap. You can get uh, tickets for any of these shows at fullhousecomedy.com. The following night, Park Theater, Holland. August 27th, the tour continues to Rockford Lanes. And then Saturday... August 28th, Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon, part of Sherman Bowling Center. Fullhousecomedy.com. Now, this is, of course, Big Dick Donnie Veltman's. 
who, as you know, the past year has been very rough on his business. Comedy shows were shut down, so he earned no money from that. Bowling alleys were shut down. He earned no money from Howard City Lanes. So we're trying to help him get back on his feet. All of this advertising that we're giving for him uh, to him is complimentary until he lets us know that he is on his feet. So let's do it. Let's go see a comedy show. Uh, John Heffron and John Reap got a fine time this week. I'll let you know what show that I attend and then we'll hang out together. They're all in the area. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. All right. I've got more coming up, but as usual, I have to pee. That is an early edition of me having to take a pee. So, all right, we get to that and back with more. All right, stand by and more coming up. Took my time there. Took my sweet old time there. I try to edit those moments out when I um, post the audio podcast. All right. God, this mic is something. It sounds good on your end, but in my headphones, trust me, it's it's killing me. Something to do with the audio processing. Oh. All right. The queen of the forest is out the door with brand new job today. Today. Uh, so that meant your old pal Eric uh, had a change of the game today because Packing lunch. That's right. Packing the lunch. It has been a while because uh, last time we did it was during the school year. So here's, I mean, she's like sweating it. This is, this is, this is a new thing for her. She hasn't had a new job in forever. Uh, But uh, years in the school that, boy, it's amazing how quickly things change. A week ago, uh, it was, let's see, Tuesday of last week that she was going in for the interview for the new job. By the end of Tuesday, they had offered her the new job. By Wednesday, she had informed the school that she was moving on. And now here we are. It's just remarkable how how quickly things change. Jesus. So she was uh, a little bit anxious about the day today. It's, it's, you know, a new thing. You're kind of nervous. Goes to bed, and uh, middle of the night, well, not middle of the night, it's, well, yeah, it was, but we hadn't been asleep for that long. I hear something in the room. Wasn't sure what it was, but it wakes me up, and I was like, what was that? It sounded like a, something knocked on the door or something. I'm like, oh, what the? Looking around. I look down at the dog bed, and uh, Benny is kind of like, getting set he's like he was moving so i don't know what he was doing maybe maybe he had something to, a few minutes later same thing what the hell is that uh, and then i hear him cry 
Uh-oh. He never does this, ever. If he's crying at the door, that means he's gonna his bladder is about to explode or he's about to take a dump on the bed. So I go, hey, he's having a problem. And she gets up immediately because she heard it too. Now, in hindsight, I should have gotten up. But when she got up, I was happy because that means I don't have to get up. So she takes a dog, and all the while, I'm like, boy, Benny's a good boy. You know, he, uh, you gotta, because O'Neill would just shit anywhere. Doesn't matter. Uh, he's not gonna go and go to the door. He's, if he does do anything, he's gonna go by the side of the bed if he was up there with us and just be, sit there and not actually, it'll be dark. I can't see him sound asleep. He wouldn't think to make a noise. O'Neill wouldn't. Benny does. Let me out, asshole. So, okay, great dog. You know, uh, I see the light come through the window that is outside the uh, floodlights. So I'm like, oh, this is this is awesome. Uh, I fall back asleep. I wake up and it's half an hour later. And at that moment, I'm like, well, something's wrong. And at about that time, like seconds after I wake up, the door opens. And uh, it's Diana, and, and her and Benny come in, and then she gets in bed. I go, hey. And before I have a chance to say what happened, she goes, can you start doing a favor for me? And we go, uh-oh, here we go. This is, this is going to be a problem. I go, uh, yeah. yeah, sure, sure. Laying in bed. I am wide awake now, and this is, uh, I'm not going to be able to get the, uh, back to sleep, and I've got school in the morning, or I've got work in the morning. This is terrible. I go, okay, well, uh, you're getting ahead of me. Uh, what's up? What can I do for you? Don't lock that back door anymore. Okay, now what she's talking about is you got a regular deadbolt, okay, and then up at the top of the door is another, like, a slide, okay, that um, is a lock. And uh, she goes, you don't need to lock that. It, that that one, I can barely reach it, and it gets stuck. She goes, the alarm is on. The deadbolt is on. It's a quality door. You don't need to lock that. And this has been 11 years I've been locking that door. But we have to, something has happened here that is ca- causing her to tell me that I can no longer put that uh, upper lock on the door. Okay. I go, uh, uh, sure. Now, I don't want to give her any shit because she's already coming unglued. I go, ah, no, no, no problem. What happened? (laughs) Because I locked that door, it put all of this into motion. Isn't that funny when shit, when just one little thing puts a whole sequence of things into motion that ends up wrecking your night? Well, that happened. Uh, Because of the door, she goes, I couldn't, I couldn't open the door. So then I went and I got a hammer and uh, it, I, I, I realized as I was trying to open, I'm like, well, how are you ser- a hammer? I mean, I can open it with my hand. So she, she goes to get something to tap on it. And then she realizes if she does that, the dogs are going to start barking. Uh, and then the, the other dogs, and then uh, it's going to wake everybody up. So she abandons that. And she uh, turns off the alarm. She goes out another door. And Ben and Benny takes off and he's gone. She doesn't, she doesn't know where the fuck he is. So for half an hour, 
She's patrolling the neighborhood. Benny, Benny, it's midnight. You know, people are like asleep. And she's roaming through people's yards looking for Benny. <laughs> and then she describes it to me as she's sitting there looking around. Benny, Benny, she got just her pajamas on. And, uh, and then all of a sudden she looks and he's standing right next to her like, hey, how's it going? I was just going to the bathroom. Here I am. I'm ready to go to bed now. She goes, come on. Walks into the house. All that time has passed. And uh, she comes into bed and she's like, can you not do that anymore? And she explains all this shit that happened to me. And uh, she goes, you should have gotten up with him anyway. And I'm thinking to myself, well, why? Why? How come I should have gotten up with him? I don't understand that. But uh, all right. So uh, she goes, now I can't get back to sleep. I go, you'll, you'll be able to get back to sleep. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. So I owe her that one. And then she goes, you lost all your Pooh Bear points. They're all gone. Now, if you've been with the same woman for 33 years, yes, we have a, a point system. They're called Pooh Bear points. Uh, we're never keeping track of how many I have banked up, Okay. Uh, they, they only, it only comes up when I'm losing Pooh Bear points. So she actually took all of the Pooh Bear points away. I woke up with zero Pooh Bear points, which is just ridiculous. So then I made her lunch. She said, I got some of them back. Unbelievable. Uh, speaking of dogs, uh, it, it was another, uh, ugly, ugly scenario. I think the problem was the night before giving O'Neill watermelon that I think caused a little bit of an issue because, and he showed me how much of an issue he was having uh, by uh, all of the used food winding up on the carpet of the uh, room that the NFK watches TV in. And I was informed of that this morning. Hi, there's poo poo. And it was not an easy clean, not an easy clean whatsoever. When they they resemble uh, volcanic uh, islands in Hawaii, it is not an easy clean. Uh, no uh, zero Tootsie Rolls, just uh, wet piles of cold dump on the carpet, and no time for me to actually use the carpet cleaner. So you know, basically, just uh, again, it's like picking up pudding. And then trying to clean it, it's not quite done, but it's good enough for the NFK. He didn't care. He probably rolling it. Ugh. Rough, rough weekend from Sunday on. So I have to contend with with Dirk and his conspiracy bullshit, uh, 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 semantics argument nonsense of craziness. All the while, I'm fighting with him about something that there, there's no chance he's going to win that fight. I mean, every time I get in an argument with Dirk, it's always a very one-sided affair. I always win. But it's just such a he's such a pain in the ass to deal with. I mean, seriously. Uh, so I'm, I'm fighting a war with him. I got uh, 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 the fucking dog to deal with. I've got Diana. I'm losing all, all the Pooh Bear points. I'm exhausted from the limo trip. Not not the best Sunday. Stand by. I got to drink this. Holy crap. All right. We are going to review some fights coming up in just a second here. This is uh, more of a video thing. I'll do my best to explain it perfectly as I can for the audio podcast, but we will be watching it. 
two of them coming up in just a second. I cannot wait to show you these. The NFL is back, and the fights in the stands are better than ever. So awesome. We are getting close to the time when Joe Martinez will be uh, doing the furnace checks, A and E, heating and cooling is who you need to call. 616-516-8579. 616-516-8579. Or if you need any work done at all, A and E, heating and cooling. Okay? Uh, With that happening, getting your furnace checked, when it's time to fire it up, uh, you'll also be, it's a good idea to pay him a little bit extra for the subsequent AC check in the spring. You can take care of that, save yourself a lot of money. You should see the heating and cooling guy twice a year. It's like your dentist. And make sure it's Joe Martinez. If you need more uh, extravagant work, maybe a new install for an air conditioner or a furnace, he installs the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. 616-516-8579. Thank you, Joe. Of course, there's uh, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. If you need a mortgage, you know, I understand you may have somebody you, that you've worked with in the past. Just include Mario in that process, you know. Uh, talk to your person you've dealt with before, but... Uh, Give Mario at least a chance. A phone call is all it takes. Reach out 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. It doesn't matter where you are with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. Mario can do the mortgage for you. Mention my name, please. Stand by. Man. All right. Before I get to these fights, how many weeks are we to the Grand Rapids Marathon? This week on the training is week nine. Uh, today I've got six one-mile repeats on the track at what's known as lactate threshold pace. Probably like two or three of you know what that means. Recover between each one-mile repeat with two minutes of rest. After the sixth one-mile repeat, I will run a 400 at nearly full pace with no recovery. So basically, that number six, when you do it, you're exhausted, and then you turn it in a super hard quarter. Tomorrow, nine-mile recovery run. That's the easy day. That's where we are in the training. A nine-mile recovery run. Wednesday, eight half-mile repeats. At faster than 5K pace, the recovery is a quarter mile, easy pace. So basically, you do the half hard, quarter mile easy, go right into the next half. Don't stop. After you get done with the eight halves, you do a half mile recovery. Then you got to do six quarters, six 400s at super hard. VVO2 max pace. 1% of you know what that means. Uh, in between each of those quarters, you got a $200 or $200, 200-meter $200 recovery. Thursday, recovery run, 8 miles. Friday, hill workout, 8 miles. 
Saturday, long run, 12 miles. That is 28, 37, 43, 44. Uh, 48. That's about a 50 mile week, Mike Ball. Uh, Mike's busy doing a lot of that biking and swimming and running. We are on a rendezvous for October 17th. Grand Rapids Half Marathon. The challenge goes like this. We're trying to raise money for the AT Children's Project. Go to atcp.org slash Eric Zane. That's atcp.org slash Eric Zane. And bet. You put $25 uh, donation to the AT Children's Project. And then you pick who's going to win. And then you pick by how much time. Whoever picks the correct winner of the half marathon and is closest to the time of the actual victory gets a $300 prize. Second closest, $200. Third closest, $100. So there you go. $25 bet. You're raising money for a great charity and you can win the prize. Okay. How about that? Uh, again, atcp.org. See it there on the screen. Uh, it's It shows up as slash event slash Eric Zane show. But if you just go to atcp.org slash Eric Zane show, it'll take you right there. Make your bet. Make your bet. All right. I don't know what my problem is, man. Hang on. Cotton mouth. So I got to smoke pot before this. Okay, let's get after these videos. The first one is from uh, from the Lions game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. There was a brawl the previous week with the uh, Chargers and the Rams. That was a good one, too. Uh, but this one, oh, my God. Okay, I think you can see that. Okay. Uh. No sound on this, but you have a disagreement between uh, this black guy with the sweet dreads and some lady. And she's screaming at him, and she tells him, get the fuck out of here. And then she puts her hands up and touches him. And then he he fends her away and says, don't touch me. Now, that that actually happened. That's what happens in the audio, and that's what you see. Then she hauls off and smacks him right across the face. Let's check this out. In theory, oh no. That makes me not happy. Uh, don't give me an ad. Don't give me an ad. It's going to give me an ad. Shit. Best laid plans. Okay, we're going to watch these guys play video games. Thank you. Uh, it's embarrassing. COVID, get the vaccine. All right, here we go. Look at Okay, so he's like arguing. She's really animated. See this guy right here in the hat? He is the boyfriend of her. 
So he's not doing any white knight action. He's like, she can handle herself. No big deal. You see that right there, right there. He says, don't touch me. She pushes his hand away, but she touched him first. And then this happens. Wham! Right in the face. Now I give this guy credit. Okay. Because she smacked him right in the face and he brought back his right fist right here at this moment. And he's going to slugger. And then he thinks about it and he does not slugger. Boom. Right there. You see that? She moves away like she just got shot, but he didn't touch her. So whammo. And then this guy gets up. Okay. Now it's on. So the dude engages black guy. Crazy white chick, she engages black guy too. She ends up getting shoved, like get out of my face, but no one strikes her. But you know who gets hit in the face is this white guy. Watch this. Okay, so right there. Did you see that? Oh, man. Wow. Fist of Fury. Uh, So she doesn't really get slugged. She kind of gets shoved. Okay, I'm just going to watch her right now. Wait a minute. She might have taken a pop in the face. I think she did. I think she actually did get punched by that guy. But, you know, there's a lot going on. But then this this was something right there. And he's out like a light. Did you see that? Now he's enjoying the game. He's unconscious sitting there. And then he's like, okay, I've had enough. And she's like protecting him. And they're like, okay, man. Now he ends up wandering away. This is in Pittsburgh. This guy's now coming out of his. He's like, wait, what happened? Holy shit. Look at it. He is wobbly. Oh, man. And the guy, no arrests made because the guy left. But that was, that is fantastic. Oh, man. There is no way in hell I would ever go to an NFL football game. Fans are crazy. Jesus. Man, when he gets hit in the face, watch his head. Watch a hat guy. There. Oh, my God. What that was a de- devastating punch. Ooh. Okay, so that's one. Number two, it's actually old, but it's making the rounds again. Tarantula Farmer uh, Mitch sent this one along, and if you're listening to the audio podcast, these are both worth a watch. I will link them up, as usual, in the show notes of the audio podcast. Uh, I can't full screen this, and it makes me sad. So, hang on a second. Let me see if I can... I need to share it with you so you can check this out. Okay. Share screen. Described as redneck dad delivers all-time beatdown. And I keep trying to uh, full screen it, and it won't let me. So you're going to have to put up with the, the kind of the small look of it. It's, there's not a lot I can do about that. Um, this one is described as this. Again, older video, but it's making the rounds right now. I'd never seen it. Not sure how it came to be, but you see how this guy, the this this redneck guy is really, that is a hell of a, a, a punter's form right there. If you were an NFL kicker, look at him. He's up on his toe, and he's kicking this guy right in the cock. Now, you need to understand, the guy who's getting kicked, his pants are down, and his dick is actually out at this point. Not really sure how it all came to happen, but uh, the the guy who's doing the kicking is the father 
of a family that's on vacation in Idaho. Okay? Boy, this is not behaving the way I wanted to. But it says, uh, we were on vacation in Idaho, and we went to uh, whatever this is, Shoshone Falls Park. Some guy was making a fool of himself, threatened to push a couple off of the edge. Then he started to scream about something, but he was hard to understand. So my dad told him to shut up. It took off quickly. The guy came at my dad with his dick hanging out and said, suck it. And you can actually hear that in the video. The guy going, suck it. Well, my dad didn't like him that close with his penis hanging out. And my sisters were there. So he then did the beat down. <laughs> then did the beat down. Yes, the cops were called and everything was taken care of. If you expose yourself to a dad's children and wife, you're probably going to have a really bad time. All right. And that's exactly how it went. Watch this. Okay. Now the guy's walking towards the dad with his dick out. The dad's shooting video. Now watch this. I'm going to roll it. Whammo. There's the kick. And then look at this. Oh my God. It's like an N <laughs> one-sided NHL fight. He is punching this guy repeatedly. The wife of the guy doing the ass kicking is like, all right, enough. You're killing him. He kicks him. This guy's pants is, are, are still down by his ankles, and his dick is hanging out. Oh, my God. Let me back that up. As you can see it all unfold again. It starts with the kick. Oh, 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 man. That's some skill right there. This guy, he doesn't look like a jackass when he's throwing those punches. He knows what the fuck he's doing. He's been in a fight before. And this dude with his dick hanging out, he is just dead. Absolutely spectacular. One of the best. Tyler says, looks like Karate Kid. Kate says, holy cow, that guy got beat. You are not kidding. That was spectacular. Ooh. All right. In fact, I'm going to include these for you. Uh, you got the uh, brawl at the uh, at the football game. I'll throw that up for you. So you can check that out if you want to see it right now. If, uh, if, if you want a little bit more of an in-depth look on your own time, I'll, uh, I'm including it in the live stream for you. In the comments, you can't miss it. Both of them. There's one brawl at the Steelers game, and then dad, redneck dad delivering beatdown. Yes, I've seen my dad in a few fights in his day. It's always it's always weird. But my God, if I I, I would be so can you imagine um the how I mean the the wife of the of the woman who kicked that guy's ass, she's gonna be like, Oh man, you're getting some tonight. I'm turned on by this. Maybe it sounds like he does it, he's done it in the past though, because she's like, Come on, all right, enough. She's seen him kick people's ass in the past. Unbelievable. Hang on. All right. Uh, we got to uh, put the final touches on the Jeopardy story, and I forgot who I talked to. Somebody gave me a theory about uh, Mike Richards and the whole Jeopardy, uh, Jeopardy thing that we talked about to end the week last week and that whole cancellation. We'll get to that in just a second. Arise Zen Hydroponics says, call upon them for anything green. 
If you uh, are growing your own cannabis, your own vegetables, you're growing indoors this coming uh, uh, during the cold months, whatever you need, Horizon Hydroponics has you covered. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. Four locations in and around the area. You've got, uh, excuse me, Alpine in Grand Rapids, the Growers Outlet in Byron Center, Lansing in Kalamazoo. You can buy it online and pick it up. Save 10% with the uh, coupon code Zane Show, or buy it online anywhere in the U.S. and have it delivered to wherever you may be. Shipping is free if your order is 250 and over. And when you go to Horizon Hydroponics, there's a, a phone number there. Call them when they're open. And uh, if you have any questions about what you're about to purchase, uh, let them know, and, uh, and they will help you out. Thanks to uh, dumpster divers, Kyle and uh, Emilio. Emilio is not black. That was absolutely hilarious on the show Thursday. Kyle will be back Thursday, and um, he uh, he told me that no more talk about pot. And I go, well, okay, yeah, that's fine. What happened? And, uh, well, his better half said she didn't like that. Uh, so no more talk about pot going forward. Uh, so, and the reason why is from a business sense, the, the, the wife says it makes, it's a bad deal. So that is out. So if, if you've ever heard him talk about pot, you will never hear it again. 616-375-9962. Not all dumpsters are created equal. Call or text if you are in West Michigan and, uh, you have an, uh, inquiry about, uh, possibly utilizing one of their dumpsters. I'll tell you this. You get a dumpster from Dumpster Divers online at dumpsterdiversllc.com. You will not pay as much, and your service will be better, and uh, it will be absolutely fantastic. Cheaper, better dumpster, uh, doesn't occupy as much space, and you can fill it up and uh, with the same amount of uh, junk that you would any other type of dumpster. It's just not going to cost you as much. DumpsterDiversLLC.com. Again, 616-375-9962. Then, of course, there's Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. Online at Irvine's.com, 616-532-6600. Include electric vehicles in that, too. That's Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Thank you so much to them. You have a trusted source for getting your vehicle repaired. I love those guys. Hang on. Okay. So the week ended with uh, Mike Richards um, being on the hot seat on the whole Jeopardy deal. All right. He recorded one episode. Sony fired him. Or he stepped down or some shit. You knew that was going to happen as the host of Jeopardy. Uh, Somebody suggested to me, I forgot who it was, a conspiracy theory that um, he did this all in an effort to get more people talking about the show. And if that's the case, it's freaking brilliant. And the thing is, he's still the producer of the show. So he makes himself, if that would be great. If uh, if he was if they were thinking that far ahead, let's get some uh, uh, buzz about the show, make me the the uh, host, and then uh, go ahead and tip off the ringer 
about listening to my old podcast where I call women fat asses and I, I call uh, uh, people the R word rhymes with Memard. And uh, then I'll get canceled. I'll apologize. It'll be embarrassing. And then I'll step down and I'll still produce the show. Nobody had any idea who I was in the first place, so they're not going to care if I'm not the if I'm producing the show. And then uh, we've got another uh, few days or weeks of uh, publicity for the show. Huh? I think it's brilliant. If that's the case, um, and if you're him, God, I, probably not. Uh, any of that, though, that would be fantastic. I don't think anybody's really that smart. But uh, he is now out, and and frankly, I don't even know why he was in it in the first place, because there's no name there. You got to have a name there. My, my eyes are set on uh, Jordy from Star Trek: The Next Generation. Not that I watched him or anything, but I mean, uh, I think that that's what most people want is that guy on there. Aaron Rodgers said that. If they had offered him the job, he would have stepped down. He would have, I mean, in terms of football. He would have retired from football if he was offered that job. So, all right. That's 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 the conspiracy theory side of it, which I'm sure is not true, but because I don't think anybody would think that far ahead and try to intentionally get themselves canceled. But uh, the guy ended up deleting all of his podcasts, too. He did the stupid podcast from however many years ago it was. And uh, right away, he, like, deleted them. But didn't matter. People already knew that he had said those things. And it's just so stupid. Uh, I'm honestly waiting uh, for me to get canceled at some point, me to piss somebody off and call the hockey team or the basketball team. Um, so I'm just going to get out in front of that now. That is going to happen at some point. At some point, I'm going to get a call because of uh, I made uh, fun of lady who eats hot dogs, and uh, somebody's going to get offended. And all you got to do is throw it out there, and you're done. And so I expect that to happen. Let's let's kind of count on that happening. In fact, why don't you guys? Uh, we could make bets as to when I lose those jobs. Okay. Uh, that is the only thing, because I've said before, you can't cancel the canceled, and I've put myself in there. Yeah, and that's kind of true. I mean, I can't be canceled for my own podcast, but seriously, it's going to happen. The hockey team is going to end up firing me over something I said. It's got The wrong set of ears going to hit it. The fucking fat-ass funny girls are probably going to catch wind of it. Something I said, and then those dumb bitches are going to call up uh, the hockey team, and then boom. In fact, what I just said right there is probably going to do it. Another Eric St. Joe podcast, self-fulfilling prophecy. I will be canceled in the next year. Basketball team fired. Hockey team fired. I don't think I'll get fired from the Muskegon or the West Michigan Ironmen because Mario runs the show there and he's going to tell anybody to fuck off. But the hockey team is not. The basketball team is not. I will be fired from those things this year. Dean says, make fun of DeVos and Iserman's pants or whatever. Uh, 
Josh says, I just dropped flowers off to my girls at Rockford and a balloon for my boys' first day at kindergarten. How about that, Josh? You're earning Pooh Bear points right there. Mendy is going to see that, man. And I'll tell you what, you are in good shape. Uh, Adam says LeVar Burton is the only choice on Jeopardy or maybe Blossom. Yeah, isn't she like super smart or something like that? Isn't she like a physicist or some shit like that? Isn't she, is she an anti-vaxxer? I thought there was something weird about her. Uh, she said vaccines are not 100% effective. Well, of course they're not. And people should make their choices so people want to cancel her. Is that what's happening? Hmm. All right. Well, who knows? How do you say her name? Mayim Bialek or uh, Bayam Mayalek or something like that? I don't know. She has a PhD, PhD in something sciency. Patriot Nick says, you cannot cancel irrelevancy. Okay, fine. Is that how it's going to be? Are you just pissed off that I'm not going to eat your stupid fucking poison chip? Idiot. Uh, All right, let's talk about, I don't know if you know the name Omar Vizquel. I remember Omar Vizquel when he played for the Cleveland Indians now known as the Cleveland Guardians. I don't ever think we talked about that, the uh, name change. I don't have a problem with that. Shouldn't have a baseball team named Indians or Redskins anyway. But we can't cancel that. Yes, you can. I mean, come on. Uh, So, all right. Vizcal played for the Indians, now known as Guardians. And, uh... Not much of a hitter. He was a he was he's described as a borderline Hall of Fame player. Uh, incredible fielding shortstop. I think like an eleven time uh, Gold Glove winner. Side note: Did you see Miguel Cabrera hit his five hundredth home run yesterday? Dicks out for Miguel Cabrera. Love that guy. There's been over twenty thousand players in the history of Major League Baseball. Now he is the 28th player to hit 500 home runs. And a lot of those home run hitters that have more than 500 home runs are drug addicts. Uh, Let's see. You got, don't even try to list them, Eric. Bonds, I'm going to. Bonds, Sosa, A-Rod, Manny Ramirez, Rafael Palmero. A lot of those guys were juiced. And they're not going to make the Hall of Fame because of it. Cabrera, not juiced. Uh, so this uh, Omar Vizcayel. Now, it was really weird because a handful of months ago, he was fired as the uh, as one of the um, managers or coaches of the Birmingham Barons minor league baseball team. That's the team, if you remember, when Michael Jordan uh, tried to play baseball, that's the team he played for. Okay, let's see. Yeah, he was the manager of that team. They're an affiliate for the Chicago White Sox. He was uh, dismissed 
from his duties with the team some time ago, and there wasn't really an explanation. They didn't say why. It was in late 2019. Yeah, we're done with uh, Omar Vizquel. They're like, why? Uh, I don't know. They didn't say. Um, right now, he is uh, also out of work because two weeks ago, Vizquel was uh, fired from the Tijuana Bulls in the Mexican League. So what's going on with uh, Omar Vizquel? Guy can't keep a job, man. He's uh, first the uh, Barons in late 2019 fire him and no explanation given. And two weeks ago, he's out as the manager of the Tijuana Bulls. Well, he had an autistic kid wash his back and then he showed him his stiff dick. Holy shit. Uh, The bat boy, it was a bat boy, in the uh, shower of the Birmingham Barons is where this all went down. The bat boy says that Vizquel walked up to him and said, get your clothes off, get into the shower with me. After a game in Birmingham. The uh, Vizcal, according to the lawsuit filed by the kid, said that Omar was nude, and he uh, handed the the uh, kid who's 25 now. Uh, okay, I, I shouldn't say kid. Um, so well, you know how it is. Sometimes uh, people that are autistic, they might uh, this might just be a lifelong dream. But he was described as the bad boy in the story. Anyway. He's a very vulnerable person, this uh, autistic person. And uh, so Vizcal sensed that, according to the lawsuit, and uh, was nude and handed him a bar of soap and said, wash my damn back. Humiliated, intimidated, and frightened of what would happen if he disobeyed, the plaintiff complied with Vizcal's demand, the complaint said. As he washed, and I don't know if the kid's nude or not, or kid, uh, the, the guy is nude. I don't know. The the autistic dude. It just says he's washing Vizquel's back, who's nude in the shower. As he washed Vizquel's back, Vizquel's hands were in front of his body near the level of his waist. So we can assume at this point that he is feverishly heating up the German war helmet while autistic dude is washing his back. The backwashing lasted a minute, and then Vizquel turned around, according to the lawsuit. According to the plaintiff, uh, Vizquel's penis was fully erect, and he made no effort to hide his erection, so it's standing there like a big red one. Rather, he proudly displayed it. Oh, my God. So it's like fucking boring Dean at any Michigan rest stop at any given time. Mom, there's a square-headed man with his dick hanging out. Moments later, the bad boy told two other Baron's employees. This is where it gets even more troublesome. Well, equally troublesome. Hey, uh, hey guys, you won't believe it. Uh, uh, 
Omar Vizquel just made me wash his back, and then he showed me his his, his big red dick standing uh, uh, straight out. The Barron's employees are not defendants. He told them uh, what had happened, and they laughed at him, according to the complaint. An attorney for the Barons declined to comment Tuesday. This is a case where it's like the cover-up is worse than the crime. Uh, The White Sox said in a statement Tuesday that they took action after they were informed of the allegations. After first learning of an alleged incident in late August 2019, the Chicago White Sox conducted an internal investigation that resulted in the termination of the organization's relationship with Omar Vizquel. So what the White Sox are saying there is, Yes, this happened. We investigated it. And obvious, I mean, he obviously was found to be guilty in our investigation, so we fired him. So that's all the proof anybody needs. Because this is active litigation at this time, the White Sox will not comment further regarding the allegations included in this lawsuit. The White Sox announced in late 2019, of course, that he was fired, but they did not say why at the time. Vizcal could not be reached, 54 years old. 24-year career with the Mariners, Indians, San Francisco, Texas, White Sox, and Toronto. Average hitter, brilliant defender, borderline Hall of Fame candidate. Uh, Vizcal's strange wife accused him of domestic violence late last year. Boy, it's been a couple of years for this guy. Showing autistic kids his big fat red dick, and his wife is accusing him of, of uh, domestic violence. Holy shit, Omar Vizcal. Mm. Chris says they laughed. Wow. Yeah. How about those guys laughing in the face of the autistic kid saying that the manager showed him, uh, showed him his dick. Jesus. All right. That means we're getting close to the asshole of the day. We have candidates. Sharpie mom from Friday's show. The lady who painted on her uh, freaking eyebrows with a Sharpie. What a look. She was your asshole of the day on Friday. We'll get to that coming up. If you have any other suggestions on the uh, on who could possibly be the asshole of the day, and I'll go over the rundown in just a second, but uh, real quick. First off, I am doing a virtual event, virtual event with Gift of Life Michigan, and I'll tell you more about that. I'll post it on social media as to what I'm doing. But you can see me uh, doing some MC duties this coming Saturday for Gift of Life Michigan. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, really simply, um, what they've asked me to do is be a uh, media ambassador for them, Gift of Life Michigan. And all I ask is this. If you don't already have it, taken care of on your driver's license that you're donating all of your organs. That's really simple to do. Uh, if you, if you would, uh, do this, go to ericzaneshow.com, click on the gift of life, Michigan logo in the sponsor scroll, and then type out all your information that they ask for name, phone number. Uh, you agree to have your organs donated in the unlikely event that there is an untimely passing and we can uh, save the lives of up to eight people. Be a hero, okay? Do this. Of all the things that I would want you to do, you know, I sit here every day saying, oh, sign up for my Patreon, buy a freaking T-shirt, go to the sponsors. That's all great. But if you all do this, oh, my God, is that incredible. Uh, Donate the gift of life. Very near and dear to me. 
uh, as a living organ donor. I'm not asking you to do that. That's a huge ask of somebody. That is for a, a very, that's got to be for the right person, okay? Uh, but we're talking about uh, organ donation in the unlikely event that you pass away. Do it, man. You will save so many lives if that happen, lives if that happens, and then you will be an absolute hero. So please, please do that. Thank you to Gift of Life Michigan for letting me talk about them. Okay, one more thing I want to mention, and that is, uh, of course, my pal Frank Fuss. Uh, Frank, for your old pal Eric, uh, you're my guy when it comes to buying insurance in the marketplace, and I have a changing, changing scenario. First off, Jackie's big girl job, she's going to be dropped off the insurance. Also, the queen of the forest was just offered insurance to her new job. So I might not be buying insurance on the market on the marketplace come uh, the at the enrollment time. All right. I don't have to worry about doing any of this or navigating any of it because Frank Fuss at my policy shop insurance does all of this for me. He is a licensed insurance broker and agent. Anywhere in the U.S., he can help you out. And if he's not licensed in a state that you're in, he'll put you in touch with the people that can help you. Okay? My point is this. Go to buyinsurancehere.com. Whether you're getting getting insurance from the marketplace, your health care, if you need advice as to what you should do with your uh, workplace insurance that you, you, know, you have your uh, enrollment period coming up, uh, Frank can help you with all that about what you need. And it costs you nothing. That is what is the absolute best part of this. Maybe you've got uh, Medicare coming up on the horizon. You'll be turning 65 in the next six months or someone you know and love. Just remember, buyinsurancehere.com. Now, all that is is a form. Name, address, contact info, uh, what your needs are. And then Frank sees that, and then you two start talking. Okay? It's a very dynamic, terrific way of uh, handling your insurance because you don't know everything. I don't know everything when it comes to insurance selection. This dude is a dork and is such a nerd about insurance. He, like, is giddy. There has to be one guy in the world that does this. It's Frank. So just let him go. He's like the rain man for insurance, Frank Fuss. Okay? Buyinsurancehere.com. You really want you can call him but he's probably going to send you to the site but if you really want to say hey zane loves you he calls you a nerd 616-914-4070 buy insurance here.com all right nominees for asshole of the day dirk for wasting all that time on the weekend arguing for something that uh the deceased doesn't even agree with him about what is your problem, man? Patriot Nick for trying to injure me by uh, sending and Ben and Lurch for that matter, a, uh, a, a, a pocky one chip. Ridiculous. Justin from affordable limousine for guilting me into taking that stupid drive uh, Sunday morning. Uh, Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, for escaping in the middle of the night. Me, for locking the back door. Losing all my Pooh Bear points. Uh, Mike Ball, every day, just should be thrown in there just for on principle alone. 
Uh, people fighting at football games. Omar Vizquel, the members of the Birmingham Braves, who laughed in the face of autistic kid who just saw Omar Vizquel's big red dick. Uh, Mike Richards from Jeopardy for uh, all of the nonsense that he put everybody through. Who is your asshole of the day? Uh, what about your fares on the limo for not giving an extra tip? All right, fine. Dirk says you were free to stop arguing arguing as well, asshole. Well, let me just tell you something, dick. Uh, I'm backed into a corner. I mean, this is what happens. This is how it goes, Dirk, when you approach someone out of the blue and uh, attack the way that you did. I mean, here he is. He reaches out to me. Yeah, don't... Uh, defile Phil with more false information. It's like, dude, I'm just sitting here minding my own business trying to enjoy a country concert, and there you are. I wouldn't even have brought it up if it hadn't been for you. How about the video of the guy showing his dick to the family who got his ass beat up? These are all candidates for asshole of the day. Brought to you, of course, by TC Paintball. And JM Synthetics. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. And JM Synthetics. Nathan says, dead anti-vaxxer. Jason says, Dirk. I don't think that's good enough to be the asshole of the day when you've got Omar Vizquel showing the, 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 the kid in the shower, makes him wash his back, and then shows him his dick. I'm thinking that's it. Uh, how about the... Um, how about the White Sox also for not making it public as to what actually happened? So it makes you wonder what's happened with Omar Viz- Omar Vizquel in the time since then, if something stupid has happened uh, where he's uh, made somebody else a victim. Whole lot of nonsense there. Holy crap. All right, folks, that is going to do it for the Eric Zane Show podcast on this, the uh, 23rd of August, 2021. My beautiful daughter, Madison, celebrates a birthday tomorrow. And she's leaving for college on Friday. It's going to be so bittersweet. Holy crap. Folks, thank you for being part of this show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and then the audio podcast downloaded everywhere you download audio podcasts after I complete the live stream. If you would, subscribe to the audio podcast. That is a great way to support the show. Whether you listen to it or not, just subscribe to the audio podcast on wherever you download podcasts. Consider me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you listen to a lot of material, you're going to love the Patreon. I won't let you down with content going up just about every single day on the Patreon. Five or ten bucks a month online at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Love you, folks. Thanks so much. Till next time. Bye-bye. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. 
Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.